Like as long as you enjoy yourself Has good ambiance And also if it has a view Fire oh, yeah. too No everything was fire Well dude Without further ado Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to the Ayo Chill Podcast Today I got a very special guest for you Coming in at I forget which number this is actually now But we in June in Jersey Welcome to June fellas And girls who are watching this podcast Today I got my boy Cam in the building He is a photographer um, I'm about to find out more about him I know he just told me he's a bartender as well Bartender and filmmaking is my first love Shit, shit, yes, shit bro yes. Well dude it's a pleasure having you on Take a couple of seconds, minutes Let the people know what you're all about Mmm <clears throat> All right, listen up, y'all. My name is Camillo, the confident Colombian. And when I tell you I'm here to entertain y'all, I mean it. I'm going to hit you with facts because facts don't care about your feelings. All right? Facts, lots of stories, understanding, a little bit of wisdom, and you can't forget the fun. Yeah, of course, dude. I'm fucking glad. I'm fucking ready for it, dude. But yeah, without further ado, bro, let me know, first off, where are you from, where you grew up, and uh, where are you residing now? I grew up in Elizabeth most Weird. of my life, yes. Okay, yeah, 99%. I'm Colombian. My mom is from Cali. My dad's from Panama. So, I mean, Panama is a part of Colombia till the Panama Canal War. So, what, okay. Word. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm Colombian. I swear to you, I'd show you a picture of my dad when he was younger. He looks like Pablo. Word? Yes, he looks just you're like Pablo. You're going to have to show me after, dude. I will. If you I can find a picture of him when he's young, you're going to laugh. That's funny as hell. So, Colombian too, bro. I'm Peruvian. So, I mean, oh, like, yeah. No. Yeah. No, My bad, bro. No. My bad. We can stop the pod here if you want, bro. <laughs> we can stop it right now. I don't know. Listen. No. Honestly, I'm cool with Peruvians. It's just, I'm just mad that you guys literally eliminated us from the World Cup. Nah, you Gucci. Most Peruvians are pieces of shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I have, I think out of like the 30 male Peruvians I know, I like maybe four of them. It's weird. It's like, it's not even... A, like to stereotype It's just I don't understand why Some Some I just can't click with it's Nah weird. bro Nah you can stereotype The shit out of it I don't give a fuck If you're Peruvian And watching this Suck my dick bro <laughs> <laughs> Bro by the way Cursing anything you want bro It's like literally like, Oh okay It's an open you see, space bro I curse When I feel like It's warranted No dude I feel that you know bro saying? I'm just Today is like It's like this is my last podcast of the day I'm oh, chilling okay. yeah, 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 I'm yeah. ready to hear what the fuck you gotta say bro You came in, you came in with, the, with the heat intro bro you came You're right No you're right You're right So I'm ready for it bro So tell me uh, How'd you Like so you said you grew up in Elizabeth right Yes Elizabeth very very fucking A lot of different ethnicities there <laughs> A lot many. of different shit going on in I'm, I am glad that do, they do have their Entire like street Like more stuff is just Colombian Word, word, Straight up. Word. And it's cool because on the street, I don't know if they do it only when it's July, when it's independence, but mm -hmm. on the street, there's, you know, the, the yellow marking, the yellow, oh my gosh, what is that called? Uh, the, what, the, on the street? Yeah, yeah, the little dashes, the little dashes. Yeah, yeah, They They have that, except they have the blue and the red also. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, that's, nah, sick. that's, that's fire. That's fire. I think it's only during, like, when it's independence day. But I've seen it, and it's fire. I've no, never that, thought of that. No, that's just stupid fire, bro. I mean, we have a little Lehman Patterson, but... 
Patterson's yeah. Patterson, so <laughs> we'll Patterson. leave it there. <laughs> but shout out to Columbia, bro. Cause, I mean, Columbia got some of the most pretty women, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. Look, if any guy is watching this, any single man, I mean, unless you hate your shorty, I don't judge. But any single guy watching this, if you want to go to Columbia, just do a boys trip, right? I will introduce you to the fire, most fire places for ridiculously cheap, dude. I'm telling you, five-star places, hella cheap, with the most beautiful, respectful, self-respecting women on this planet. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. So you hit me up, okay? Bro, I want those women with no respect. Well, <laughs> I want those women that let me about a hit for three pesos, bro. Whatever the hell y'all using. No, no, no. You know what? No, 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 no. Even the ones that do respect themselves, mm -hmm. it's just more like, okay, so when I went, uh, I'm 23, so when I was 21, right? That was my birthday gift to myself. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. I went to Medellin, of course, and... Uh, you know the little Tinder passport thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To the, yeah. They hit me with a promo. It was like 99 cents Tuesday. I was like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to go yeah, there anyway. Not, so I got it. I put my little plane all the way to Colombia, mm -hmm. right? Medellin. I was just like, just have them ready for me, right? Mm -hmm. I was just talking with them, et cetera. And it's so strange because like, all right. Pretty much here, I'm a booty call to people. Word. Like straight up, like... <sighs> If I'm going to be honest, if I'm truly going to be honest, like, I have slept with 58 women, okay? I okay. keep count. I keep count. Okay. Whatever, okay. right? Good for you, bro. Good no, 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 no. <laughs> like, that's not a flex. Like, nothing. None of that, really. Because I'm a lover at the end of the day, right? Okay. I want to be loved. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it makes no sense because here, in this Western society, for some apparent reason... The girls I end up liking, they just, honestly, I just wanted deck. Okay. The girls I don't like, I want to be with you. You just said you, you didn't want to be with me. You just said this is strictly whatever. I will never understand it, right? And so when I went over there, I was just talking with people, and it was really nice because they were just into me, right? Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay. Let me see. Is this a fact of, does she want my papers? Yeah, that's what I was about to say that. I was about to say that, bro. The whole time, I'm like, yo, I think you're getting placed. <laughs> but I'll see right mm. through that in 2.5. Mm. Like, I'm a player too, dude. Like, come on. Not anymore. I'm looking for a woman, okay? <laughs> but it, you get a sense. Like, if they're too accommodating, it's a red flag to me, right? In a weird way. Mm -hmm. If they're just too... Laid back to where I'm just chasing. It was like, no, dude, it has to be a balance. I'm not there mm -hmm. to chase you. Like, I literally could just look at the girl right next to you, your friend, mm -hmm. not try as hard, and she'll be down. Word. But my point is, they're really nice to me, super sweet. And the reason why I say is with the classier women, like the ones that respect themselves, have their careers and everything, Word. it's just more of like, yo, accommodate me on a nice night out let me get a feel for you and if it goes well i'm down to come with you you hey, know what i'm dude. saying seems like seems like you've come with them 58 times bro. so <laughs> you know you know what's crazy about that whenever i tell people most mostly like girls like when when i would tell them 
and I'm just honest, because it's just weird. Because most of my friends are female, right? I do have my group of boys that I lift and I bet with. Weird. But most of my friends are female. And like, you know, they one does paints. Like, two of them make music. One is, like, um, like you know, real estate investor. You know, all, all these things, right? Very wide variety. I kind of got, <laughs> I kind of get bored of my boys sometimes because it's like, all right, bro. If it's not about sports, it's women. If it's not about women... It's how much they're lifting. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right. Uh, it's so deafening after a while. But they always tell me, hey, honestly, like, maybe you shouldn't be so open with them. Right? But I'm just like, bro, I'm going to be 24 years old. I'm going to just tell you how it is. Right? There's no reason why you should hide. Like, as far as things that I feel like matter. It's like, I want to know how active... You are, you know, your history. Did you end up getting something? You know what I'm saying? In the past. You know, I want to know that. Does that does that matter to you? Like how many bodies a girl's has? Uh honestly, I always hear this question, like being asked to other people. But I think it does better. Actually, no. No, because I'll just sound like a hypocrite. Because like, you know, I I've slept with a lot of people, but if I say it does matter, oh, why would a girl want to be with you then? You slept with so many women. What makes you think while you're with someone, you won't get 59? So it doesn't matter, man. It just, what matters to me is who are you seeing right now? Are you even seeing anyone? Because there's always room to stop that shit, really. It's like, all right, if you're going to have all those bodies, that's fine. But if I find out you were just very active while cheating on your partners. I mean, yeah, that's a whole different... That's like, different. That's, just, that's just not... No loyalty there, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but if you're just slinging it around when you're not committed to anyone... I get it. You human. I mean, like, for me, bodies don't really matter, dude. I mean, like, what matters to me is mostly if I could connect with the person. I mean, me personally, like... I don't know, like, I'm I'm just very much... I'm a lover, too. You know what I mean? I uh, And also, it's it's really hard for me to get sexually active with somebody if i'm not like emotionally attached mm. and i think um a lot of people get the wrong vision of that where it's like emotionally attached being like in love uh luckily i'm in a position where like i i really know myself at this point yeah and i've had like you know um experience with uh some open relationships oh, oh okay and uh you know really knowing yourself how you feel and like being okay with that you know is I think it's really important, you know. I so I'm very much the type of person who just likes to love a lot. You know what I mean? I like holding hands. I like kissing. But like, I like that little gay shit. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> I really <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fuck with it heavy. But you know, it's um, it's also like if just because I'm holding your hands or holding your thigh while I drive, it doesn't mean mm -hmm. I'm in love with you. No. If you get those feelings though, like I'll stop. You feel me? Yeah. Like it's just it's just a lot about communication. But Cam, I do want to get into a little bit more about. So how did you get into photography? Like, where did this journey start for you? Like, was it always a thing or were you addicted to something else in high school? Like, okay. It's kind of cool because I know exactly how it all happened. Word. Yeah. We everything. Here for it, bro. Yeah. Growing up, I absolutely loved football. Like, I wanted to be a quarterback so bad. Word. Like, everybody always asked me, oh, be steady, be steady, be steady, right? And I always used to look up to Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. 
Um, but that's what I was always about. I loved it. I loved going to the park and doing drills and, yo, let's do some routes. Let's do some routes. Let's do some routes. It's to the point where it's kind of cool because one of my middle school buddies, we had a cool connection. Like, we would do, like, flag football for, you know, the cash tournaments or whatever. And we would always do practice after hours, et cetera. And we would make our own routes. Like, we'll do lingo. It'll mean different things. Like, oh, bingo is like uh, a go route. Bingo. Uh, we'll have like a Christmas tree, which is like a post. We'll have hot sauce, which is like a, a five-step curl route. And years later, I'm talking about like, that was like seven years ago. We met, we went back to the field after so long. We're like, yo, let's run routes. All the lingo, like like we... Like, we've been practicing the last six years. Everything was straight. Like, we were still on the same page, which was kind of cool. But <clears throat> after that, I realized I was, like, like I, I tried out a lot. Mm -hmm. But they never really gave me the shot to really try out uh, for quarterback. So I'm just like, man. I'm telling you, I went to, like, three different, like, little organizations, right? Never gave me that shot. I was like, yo, I'm telling you. I can sling this thing, right? Mm -hmm. But never came around. Like, whatever. And then I started watching a lot of movies. A lot on my downtime. Wait, and what age is this, like, about? 15. I'll say, like, around 14, 15, 16 is when I really started getting to, into films. Like, let me see. Oh, my goodness. That was nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So, when I was around 14, the movie... Prisoners came out, right? Uh, have you seen it? I have not. And actually, like, I'll just give you a heads up right now. The movies you suck? I'm, at movies, I suck. I've seen some classics. Uh -huh. uh, more recently than ever, like, you just met my partner, Shane. Uh -huh. He's super into movies. He always be giving me mad, like, movie, like, suggestions. I just don't watch them yet. We're going to have a day where I just watch hella movies. But as long as, as, long as they're, like, mainstream movies, I've probably been there. But, like... Yeah, I'll just give you the heads up. But These are please, small, continue. smaller budgets. Smaller wait, budget. wait, wait. <clears throat> so I saw that movie, 2013, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman, right? Great film. Not, not a big budget. It was a smaller budget. It was like $20 million. But great film, and I loved the way the cinematography was, right? I was like, oh, that was an interesting shot. Like, the little focus pull, and <clears throat> there was a scene where... I have it, I watch it here and there because I just love how intense it was. It's called Go to the Hospital Scene. And it's Jake Gyllenhaal because he just got shot. So he's trying to save the uh, the little girl because she got drugged, right? Trying to save her, go to the hospital. It's raining. It's like wet snow, really. He's in the Crown Victoria, just red. The sound design there was really nice. You'll probably appreciate it. And the engine's roaring. Um, he's like wiping blood from his eye and you could see it like going out of focus, mm -hmm. which is a nice little touch. And there's a shot where like, he's driving and the camera's like outside, but you could still vaguely see him. And this was a nice thing too, like nice little touch that people like me would notice is so it went blurry because of the blood, right? Mm -hmm. But since he was so... Like, he was very urgent to try to save her. 
he looks to his left and then he sees the hospital, right? It says emergency. So it goes from blurry into focus, like, oh shit, that caught my attention. He makes a, a mean left turn and then he stumbles. He's like trying to take her around. He's like, oh, oh my gosh, help, help, help. And then he saves her, right? Word. And then the next year, it was the movie Gone Girl. Did you see that one? Maybe. With Ben Affleck? Maybe. No, okay. I'm terrible with names too, bro. These were like the key movies Mm -hmm. that really, I was like, damn. Like, I want to learn this stuff. That one was a year after. It was 2014. I saw that with my friend, Lenji. Uh, And honestly, it was kind of funny because we were in, in line. We weren't of age. Like, to go into it was rated R. We were 16. And then I was like, yo, you want to pretend to be your dad? We'll give you five bucks. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then he brings us. These are my kids. Whatever. We go in. But it was just beautifully directed, beautifully shot. There's a part in the scene where they're arguing. And I'm telling you, I notice these things. But she's saying, like, they're arguing. She's like, maybe it's, okay, okay, no, 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 no. Before that. So they're arguing, and he's like, she's talking to him, like, you're out so much. He's like, I know. Stay home. I can't. I'm already late. Well, then can I come? He's like, you would hate it. What a bunch of my dorky high school friends, right? And then she tells him, hey, I've been thinking. And he's like, yeah? Something positive. She's in the darkness at this point, right? So she's in a different room. Right here, it's dark. And then in this room, and in this room, it's... The lights are on, right? So she's in the darkness telling him that she needs to tell him something. And then when she reveals herself into the light, she tells him maybe it's time. Like, I know that absolutely that was positively that that was intentional. I've been thinking, goes into the light as like kind of revealing herself and then asks the question that she wanted to know. That's when I knew I was like, okay. I want to learn this stuff. Fast forward, later that year, my dad gave me a camera. Do you remember what kind of camera it was? Yeah, it was a, it was a point and shoot. It was a Canon. It only went up to like 720p. Weird. Yeah, but I was making like, I still have the videos on my YouTube because like, it's kind of cool looking back. Mm-hmm. They were, I'm telling you, they were straight up 60 seconds. Not much going on. I put like some music over it. One one shot, one still frame. And then I put like a quote. That's really it. And after that, later that year, he, and for Christmas, he ended up giving me a Panasonic Lumix FC1000. Wait, that's a nice yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had a nice zoom lens. It was like 25 millimeter to 400. That's good. Yeah, and then you, you go digitally. Obviously, digitally is not the same as optical zoom. Yeah, of course. But it would go up to like 800. That's wild. So... If you have a tripod, like I took some pictures of the moon. I don't, I don't know if I still have them, but I took some pictures of the moon on a tripod with the digital zoom. Yo, I got like this. Close. You can see the little craters and everything. Mm-hmm. It was so dope. But I took a picture of my dog once. It was like she was in focus. The tennis ball was a little closer to the camera and it was out of focus. I was like, damn, this picture is great. Right? Uh, that's when I was, like, new to Boca, right? I'm so used to point and shoot everywhere. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Damn. And that was it. I was shooting in automatic. Mm-hmm. And then 
I learned that manual is the way to go. Yeah, for sure. You got to shoot manual, no matter what. Once you get good at manual, any little conditions, you could always adjust on the fly. Obviously, for certain things, you could put a certain adjusted, like, oh, if I'm shooting sports, I'll put shutter speed priority. That way, it'll always stay relatively high, and I will catch some action shots, you know, things like that. But I took that picture. I wanted to learn. I was like, all right, ISO, aperture, and all that, f-stop. And this age, you're still around, like... 16. 16, right. So I was like, damn, I want to I wanna know. I want to get good. Mm-hmm. And it was just reps. Like, literally with anything in life. Just like working now, reps, 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 reps. Well, you find out what's good, what's ugly, what works, what doesn't work, what's flattering, what's not flattering. And once I got a better camera, uh, I got a Canon 90D. That's when I really started, like, all right, I want to make stuff. Like, I genuinely want to make stuff. 2019 comes after so long of like doing little whatever short films. I just wanted to take pictures too. I was like, okay, let's try this out. And so I let ask my my friends. I was like, yo, get, be my first model. I'll take pictures of you. He's like, yeah, sure. <clears throat> uh, my first model was it was Arleth. Arleth. Oh, the the. Scarlet XO, that girl. Weird. Yeah. She was my first model. I took pictures of her. And honestly, looking back, they're whatever, dude. You know, whatever. But it gave me some experience. Of course. That's the name of the game, bro. Get experience and you fucking work out from there, dude. So, bet. So, basically, you moved on from camera to camera and now you're on the Canon. Are you a Canon boy? Is that your shit? I love Canon. Word. You know what's crazy? Even <clears throat> though I have the I'm filming off the black magic, I feel like I grew up with Sony. You know what mm. I mean? Right before this, I had the Sony A sixty four hundred. That's what I was filming on before. Did the camera? Yeah, I fuck with it. And you know, until I have the money for the third, you know, like, mm. you know, uh mm. camera, like I'll probably get another upgrade Sony, maybe the Sony FX mm. FX three, maybe. Mm, he's gonna be filming. like I'm gonna get an Alexa. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Bro. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> if Amazon starts making some cheap good cameras, bro, fuck it, I'm with it. I'm telling you, son. Like the cool thing about it is nowadays, even like five years from now, right? You get a top of the you get a top of the line full frame from like 2018 that would already be 10 years old, and it's like. Obviously, at that time, that's still super good. Yeah, for sure. Especially if it was taken care of. Mm-hmm. So. so you started taking photos at first of this girl, Scarlett, right? Yes. And uh, so when did it get to the point where it started becoming more professional for you? Oh. Was it a while from there? Like, what were some of these childs and errors that you were going through? All right. So I would say the moment I realized that I had an eye for it, kind of, is obviously everybody has their different styles, right? You know, um, everybody I follow, they have their own little styles, which is style, Styles like what? Like, could you like how they color grade. Word. You know, some people go for, I just shoot, I do whatever, but like my pictures are more in the warmer end. My pictures are more in the cooler end. My pictures are more abstract. My pictures are literally just of street photography, you know? And so once I found out that me being a social person and super extrovert, I was like, 
I want to shoot people. Where? Well, nowadays, I should clarify, I meant take pictures of people. Where? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you, yeah, I'm glad yeah, you yeah. clarified. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to take pictures of people, do portrait sessions, and I realized how much I loved it. Like, I kid you not, I go to my, my little, uh, you know, on an iPhone, like you go pin uh, your messages, like your contacts? Yeah, of course. All nine of them, all nine of my contacts that I have pinned, I literally friended them off of me shooting with them. Weird. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. It's like uh, Arleth, Odalis, uh, Morella, my gosh, Liz, which is Arleth's friend, and so on and so forth. So it's really nice. It's really cool. Oh, Brenda, my bad. Yeah, I didn't forget you, Brenda. But it's really nice because through that, I found not really an outlet towards friendship, but just something where I can make them feel better. A lot of the people I've shot are first-timers. We're first-timers. Yeah. So That's usually how it goes in the beginning. You know what I mean? They're like, I never had a photo shoot. I'm so shy. This and I'm, all, I'm not photogenic. After a while, I always tell them, I'll say, look. You're talking to the master icebreaker here, okay? <laughs> when, like, I just know how to break the ice, dude. Like, seriously. The worst thing someone can say is no, right? So when I put that to their head and just tell them, like, look, this is how it's going to go down, right? The key to really getting through to someone, whether it be emotionally or just trying to strengthen your bond or your friendship is you want them to visualize visualize it. Because at the end of the day, other than blind people or people that are deaf, we have all of our senses. And if you give them something to visualize, because we're most of us are visual learners, right? Some could be auditory, but you want seeing is believing to most people, right? So I tell them, okay, picture this. You come tomorrow. We have music on. You're looking great. Your hair's done. Your nail's done. Your outfit looks great. Vibes all right. Everything's looking perfect. We snap photos. And then you fall in love with yourself. How does that sound? Wow. I'm ready. Boom. And then when we come shoot, oh, they'll be a little shy, this and that. So tell me more about yourself. Ah, how'd you grow up? Ah, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And as they're talking to me, I'll do like a slight pause. Because we're first-timers. I feel like the trick is don't tell them to pose. It'll look so forced, so unnatural that like it'll bleed through the image and people will notice, especially like to an experienced eye. They'll be like, nah, bro, she look uncomfortable. <laughs> so the key that I've learned, in my opinion, is candids with first timers, right? Because they'll just slowly fall into being themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you get nice candidates. Like, they'll be talking, this and that, be like, hey, one second. And then they'll be like, what? Boom, snap the photo. You look fantastic. And it looks supernatural. So I learned that, and that was great. But to answer your question, sorry, I rambled on so no, much. No, you're good, bro. I mean, you, you were dropping some fucking some <laughs> knowledge there, some heat. No, I appreciate it. I learned the day where I made my first little music video where this was with uh, Scarlett too. I made the, my first little music video 
with her. And it was so unintentional, too, because I was over at her house. She was looking dripped out. It was just a photo shoot at first, right? And then she's like, yo, this is this is my first, like, single, single. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wanted to push it. It got pushed a lot. Like, so many people posted it, right? It was really, really good. I was like, yo, why don't we just do the music video right now? It's like, right now, right now? I was like, yes. Because one thing about me, I'm literally, I think my life is spontaneity. Spontaneity. Spontaneity? You're spontaneous. Even, I, yes, get it. I get it. I get super spontaneous. Yeah. That, dude, honestly, but I think that's just my lifestyle, dude. Like, I like structure. Structure is very important, especially the older you get, because bills need to be paid, but you still want to maintain relationships, and you do what you got to do, right? But the best experiences I've ever had in my life were not planned. Absolutely were not planned. It was more of like, I want to go to the beach right now at midnight and watch the sunrise. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? Do you want to go? Fuck yeah. Let's go. I fuck with that, dude. Nah, I fuck with that heavy. Best dude. experiences ever. I'm telling I, I, you. I feel I feel the same way. I'm a very spontaneous person too. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, like I think some of some of that shit is like the best memories too. By the way, do you need another you chilling off that? It looks like you chilling. I mean, if you're trying to give me another one. I know you, you I mean fuck you, you In a little bit, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I definitely feel the same way when it comes to being spontaneous like i feel like some of the best memories are like that you know i like to sometimes i like to scope out a place a little bit and then like you know just go for it you know what i mean i feel like it's just lit like that you know what i mean waking up a morning if it's a beautiful day fuck it maybe we hit the beach just like you said you know what i mean or shit maybe we do a photo shoot in uh in the spring when the cherry blossoms are coming right now just because they're looking pretty you know what i mean i feel that wear a cute dress Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! So I mean, I I I I wear a cute dress if you, if you fucking if you if you if it's a free photo shoot, fuck it. All right, so you let us do it. But dude, so you started doing this stuff. So how did this? Is this now like a business for you now, or are you still yeah like a hobby? No, respectfully, like- I would say that this is definitely, um, it's almost to the point where it's really self-sustaining, which Weird. is so awesome because, dude, I remember when I first started. I was like, I had nothing to show for. So I would approach people, hey, this and that, I'm trying to build my portfolio, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. So it was just free stuff, right? And obviously, that wasn't sustainable. But I knew anything really that involves with art, you're going to take those big L's in the beginning. No, yeah. No matter what. For sure. No matter what. No matter how talented you are, dude, you're going to take those L's. And I was like, all right. If I'm going to take these L's now to do what I love, I'll do it. And that's what I did. So it was just free, 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 honestly, for like probably like a year, like 2019 to 2020. And after that, I was doing like, all right, you know, 50 bucks there, 50 bucks there, 75, whatever. And nowadays, I can comfortably charge, you know, what I charge. A little hour for a birthday, like 200 an engagement like three hundred. And is this like a, a professional LLC yet, or are you yeah. kind of still in? The- yeah, like I have my little card and everything. You know, Word. Uh, I'm still doing a website right now. It's like a simple website, but from Square, 
And they get the job done. Like you book stuff there, whatnot. So, so is photography because I know you talked about like film being your first love, mm-hmm. and obviously, like you know, sometimes we gotta do stuff to pay the bills, yeah. you know, to fucking do the stuff that we love. I mean, yes, I, I know firsthand with doing the shit I'm I'm doing here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, is uh, photography you your you want it to be your main gig now, or do you work in anything else? Okay, I, I know you mentioned you bartend. Right? Yeah. Yes. 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 So, I would say it's still, like, 50-50 as far as, like, my work share. Because mm-hmm. I do a bunch of shoots, but I also do a bunch of... Like, I recently started... Once I did Scarlett's first music video for Pull Up... Mm-hmm. Oh, and to touch on that real quick, when we did Pull Up, we had nothing, right? I just had the backdrop from, from, from the pictures. And we just used, I kid you not, uh, plastic... It was like rectangular plastic sheets as the backdrop. That's like I, I didn't get the chance to look at the video. My bad. But no, like, no, no, no. It's all good. Um, there's nothing crazy. It's literally just a one take. But the most recent one, I'll show you after. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty fire. And when we did it, it was just like, damn, son. Like this was so on the spot. After I made that, I was like, damn, music videos are kind of fun. So I started. I'm kind of like her man right now, so as far as, like, professionally. And we just click on the same page. Yeah, we'll butt heads here and there as far as, like, creatively. Hey, that's how cre- how that's how it works with creators, man. You got to definitely learn, you know what I mean? Like, there'll be some times where she'd be like, oh, I don't have time. This, and I'm like, yo, I want to shoot your video. Hey. You're going to make the time, dude, because right now, I feel like you're just pushing it aside and you're not passionate about it. And I remember that day too. I'm gonna show her. I'll show her this. But we were literally going on and on, sending voice messages. She's like, you know, I respect your decision and this and that, blah blah. blah but you're not gonna tell me that I'm not passionate about this. Blood, sweat, and tears. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. I got a little carried away, but. Make some time, dude. I'm trying to push this out, right? Yo, I will I will say this, and to everybody and anybody listening, if you're an artist or any type of creative and you have some another creative pushing you to do something, bro, you better stop whatever the fuck you're doing and go fucking do it. And trust me, like it's one thing if it's like, you know, like a collab project. Yes. But it's another thing, it's like, damn, how many times you got a photographer? Or someone who does film. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I was obviously, I peep your shit, and I always keep it real with anybody who comes yeah. through. You definitely, it sounds like you're not at the 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 professional level of, like, you know, like, websites and everything. Mm-hmm. Yet. Like, having everything, you know, making you 100% gig, because that's, like, really, like, the top end yep. of when, you, when you're fully making it your, your 100% shit, right? Yes. And that shit I learned from Leo, you know, because mm-hmm. Leo, for example, shout out shout out you, bro. I love you, man. He's, um he he does this every day. He wakes yep. up every day, and this is what he fucking does. I'd be liking the time. stories, I peep. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you know, he's lit. But you know what? I will say this. Although you might not be 100% business-wise there, the quality of your content, I really fuck with. You know what I mean? The pictures come out great. Your edits are fucking fire. I peeped that shit. I, I saw the the pictures you had also with um, that girl um, who's, uh, I don't know if she's a boxer or if oh, she just posed uh, for Celeste. that. Bro, them shits came out fire. fire. Uh, you know the main one, the the one where she's like this? Yeah. Uh, it, that one got published on like a small little, like... um. I sent that. Okay, so you know Ring Magazine? Nah, I don't. So Ring Magazine is like uh, Oscar De La Hoya's 
like um, boxing magazine. Word, that's oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has like small little like smaller ones for states or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I submitted that picture, and um, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up later. It, and it got published, so it was really nice. No, so it was that, really, that's yeah, it was fucking great. sick. Yeah, no, I could definitely tell. Like, you definitely have like a talent for this. You know what I mean? And I could really fucking respect and appreciate that. One, I do appreciate that a lot. Like, really humbly. And it's also cool because it's kind of funny. The people I shoot with for the first time, it's a little tough, mm-hmm. obviously. But I love that usually it goes really well. And then they'll come back and tell me, honestly, that really helped allow myself confidence, this and that. I'm taking more pictures now. I want to shoot again. That touches my soul so much. But I will say is the... Few experienced models that I have shot with, Celeste being one, with the the boxing gloves or whatever. Dude, it's such a breeze to shoot with them. It's so yeah. easy. I hear bro. that. I hear that sometimes. They know yeah. what the fuck. They're good angles. They know what to do. They know how to look. I'm telling you, it will straight up be like this for first timers. It'll be like, uh, I don't know. With them, it's just. I was like. Thank you so much. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to tell you anything. So what advice would you have for somebody? Not necessarily shooting with you. Uh-huh. Say you got a random person right here in front of the camera is like, yo, I got a photo shoot tomorrow. Like, what should I do? Prepare for it. Oh, easy. Uh, I would say three things, okay? If it's your first time going for a photo shoot, whether it's for your birthday, just cause. Honestly, listen. Just listen to the person that has spent a lot of time understanding their craft, whether it be for video or for photos. It does not matter. Just listen. Be be humble. Like I know you there you may you may think like you know your selfie angles, but this is entirely different, right? This is a different perspective. They have the camera in their hand, and you are the subject, okay? The subject. So come, listen. Number two, dress to impress. I feel like when you come looking your best, dress well, feel well, do well, and you just perform well. You know what I'm saying? So if you're listening to them and you look great, you're going to feel great. And the images are going to come out great. And lastly, when it comes to post-processing, like after everything, just take what they give you. Please do not be that person that asks for all the raws so you can just re-edit them and this and that, blah, blah. Because most of the time, the photographer will ask you how you would like them edited. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, would you like a beauty retouch? You know what I'm saying? Maybe a little, like, acting you have that you're not feeling comfortable with, etc. But chances are beforehand, they already went through all of this with you. Like, this is my style. This is how I'm going to do it, blah, blah, If you're paying them and then you tell them your vision, okay, then most of they'll accommodate it the best of their abilities. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, those are the three main things. And don't worry about it, man. At the end of the day, they have a camera. They don't have a gun, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I, I could definitely respect the shit out of that. And, uh, 
you know, it's funny learning and doing these podcasts with all these different people who, like, you know, do their art. I mean, y'all are artists. Y'all are artists, and y'all are fucking doing us, making specific decisions within your craft. And like you say, everybody has different editing styles, different um, shooting styles. I mean, like, anybody could nowadays, anybody could be a photographer. Yeah. If you have the money. Yeah. If you have 10K on you... <laughs> You know, I'll get you a, kill, a killer set. That's yeah, that's more than enough to make a killer set by a killer decent camera. You know what I mean? And, and anybody could shoot like a decent raw photo. I would say, you know, nowadays. Yes. Um, but you know what? I think a lot of the differences is in post editing and like you know just respecting it. And if you really don't fuck with uh, photographers, you know, after edits, mm -hmm. it might not be the photographer. It just mean like you know you don't fuck with his style. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't go to a, um, a tattoo artist. Who does like you know a lot of abstract you know like let's say like Tim Burton shit? Can I get a portrait? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get a portrait or get like a fucking butterfly on your wrist, and you're like you know. Yeah, they'll they'll say like I'll try my best, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you this is not what I do. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. So I tell people, especially when it's been coming to music videos. Thankfully, I have actually a lot of people coming me to for me for their first music video. Bro, I don't know what it is with first timers coming to me, but I love it, right? Because I feel like once you build that relationship in the beginning high chance that obviously if they want to take a different creative route for a video you know you're not going to be the one to shoot it right which is fine but it's kind of cool though because for the most part you're going to be their man their, their guy or whatever and you're going to try even if it's a different style to accommodate them because they're like yo you keep giving me work i got you you're going to get all of my skills of everything right so when it's come to the music videos, I would say that. Damn, I honestly lost my train of thought. <laughs> you were talking about how, like, you know, when it comes to the music videos and when you're having, like, first timers. Yes. You know, coming on and shit. I don't know exactly which direction you were going. Damn, what about right before that? Um, fuck, you got me lost. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. Though. It's all good. <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right. Um, damn, what were you asking me? Well, I was asking you about... Well, we were just talking about, in general, about um, people asking about you and your art, and then you said you started going into how, like, you don't know what it is about first-timers. I remember. Sure. Thank you so much. Okay. So, I tell people straight up, especially when it comes to music videos, because I feel like it's very important. I tell people, if you want a banger type of video, so many cuts, a lot of effects, this and that, yeah, I could do it, but I'm not your guy for that. Okay, I tell people most what I do, really, especially when it comes to film. I like storyboards. I like to tell stories like I have a USB filled with a bunch of scripts filled with a bunch of little short films that I never shot. And that's just what I do. So when they they come up to me, be like, yo, my style is very cinematic. So. I like little skits before and into the music, little, because I want people to be invested in the video, right? It's like if they wanted to hear the music, they would just put the song, audio only. But when it comes to videos, I want them to be invested. I want it to look good. I want you to look good. Obviously, you already sound great, so I want you to look great, feeling confident, and have people get like the best understanding of you because when it comes to music it's just always full of emotion so once they see you in action and how you perform it 
damn, yo, if he's giving this kind of like energy now, I want to see him live. Word. You know what I'm saying? So I really like that. I tell him cinematic, bro, cinema cam. Like that's my thing. Cinematic camming. So So talk to me a little bit about I saw that you had posted up. Um, I peeped it through your Insta stories that you have saved on your Insta page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did this one little short film of this, like, for example, this boxer. He was warming up and shit. I think it was. Like, oh, um, like tomorrow we fight. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, bro. So how was the process with that? Okay, 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 okay. No, 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 no. I'm glad you asked that because this is why I love what I do. Okay. That's my cousin, Peter. Right. Peter. Shout out. Love you so much. You're the shit. And last year for January, uh, he was living with me for like a month, all of January. And he was going through shit, you know, with his girlfriend at the time, this and that, blah, blah, with his parents also, because that's why he kind of moved in with me for a month. And, you know, I didn't hesitate to bringing him in, whatever. But I was like... All right. Remember, this is January. It's cold as hell. I don't know why people say cold as hell, though, because, like, hell, hot. It's fire. Anyways. Not fire, but it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was staying with me, and we were just having a random talk in in the living room. And I was like, dude, I've been having, like, this creative fire. Like, I want to shoot something. I want to film something. My bad. I don't want to, like, I want to film something. I was like, he was like, uh, what should we do? And so he had like this Venom gear he bought, right? Super nice, official. And we went, he's like, yo, let's do like a montage. It's like, all right, cool. We, we shot it. We shot a parody kind of version first. Like he had this orange ski mask, right? It was super, it was super big. It didn't fit him like pieces. It was like sticking out. But I made like a little parody version, this and that, whatever. Same song, same everything. And then when, we, when I finished it, and he's like, dude, I want to make like a legit one. I was like, damn, you know what? Me too. So we go back to the same place the next day. And then obviously I knew all the shots I wanted. And we do it, right? Boom, boom, boom. Cut this and that, shadow boxing ah, into the little elevator on top of the train tracks. And after that, we watched it in my living room. We're like, damn, that shit was fire. And I kind of used the little pan when he was up top at the staircase. And then I panned downwards into the underneath part. And I used that as the transition. That's when he changed. And then that's when, when it finishes. That's sick. And what camera did you use to film that? Canon 90D. Word. With 50 millimeter f 1.4. And is that still the one that you fuck it with now? That you rock it with now? Yes, that's still the one. Yo, I'm telling you, son. You shoot that. You shoot raw with that bitch. You do some some crazy stuff. Yeah, I'm saving to get in uh, R6. Word. Yeah, really want that. Oh, uh, I had an uh, A7 III Sony, but. <laughs> It got stolen, so we don't talk about that. Yeah. Anyways, um, did, did it get stolen by someone, or we not talk about it? Let's just say I took a picture with 
This is Madison Square Garden. I took a picture with this boxer I knew mm-hmm. that most people don't know. Like I, I follow, so mm-hmm. I knew I knew him. Word. But this is when people were coming out. I put it down. My told my brother to take the picture. I guess someone just snatched it. That was it. Damn. Yup. That's the <laughs> fucking worst, bro. I'm so sorry, bro. It's okay. At the end of the day, it's just whatever, dude. It's like your car getting stolen. It's like, yeah, it may suck a few months, but at least you, you didn't. Ins- you have insurance on it or no? No. I was like, I take care of my stuff. Damn, bro. But what I will say is, after we finish tomorrow, we fight. Yeah, this is so so great. After we finish tomorrow, we fight. We were literally in the living room again, and I saw him playing his guitar, right? And I was like, damn, song. I, I like that song. He's like, yeah, it's called Remembrance. I was like, Remembrance? And then I, I, I put the song on. I listened to it. I was like, damn. I love, like, the range of emotions this song has. Word. Let's film something tonight. I want, I, like, we just made tomorrow we fight. Like, I want to shoot something again. He's like, all right, let's do it. And so we were just brainstorming. And I was like, yo, do you know the whole song? He's like, yeah, I know the whole song. I was like, perfect. I was like, I like your your leather jacket. I like the shoes. All right, let's do this. I was listening because I always visualize when I listen to music. I'm just like, what can I make with this song? It's so annoying. But I thought of something. I was like, okay, have the same outfit. Play that song. We're going to do a thing. I always wanted to do a video or like a, a film to where it's like transitioning between the story and like music being played, right? Like it's still going on as the, the story is like going, happening along the way, right? It's just cutting in between. I was like, I want to make it a little dark. It's going to be a kind of thing where you've had enough because the song is called Remembrance. So you've had enough and you're playing this song one last time before you end your life, right? And he was like, whoa, it's kind of dark. I was like, I mean, dude, it's cold as hell. It's midnight. There's nobody outside because this is in Cranford. Yeah, word. All right, so the thing I like about Cranford, I mean, you could most small towns are like that, but is they have white LED lights everywhere. So it's kind of nice to nice be lighting. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice lighting to be there at night. And it's just a nice little little town. So I was like, all right, you're going to walk like you're going to be carrying your case. You're going to play the song. And as for the story goes, you're going to get a call from your mom and you lose your shit because she just doesn't want to be with you, like have you in her life anymore because she has a new boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then you just make up your mind. You drive away. Um, Bro, (laughs) we literally drove all the way to Eagle Rock. So that's like a whole last 30 minutes. Dude, I love Eagle Rock too, man. We drove there literally just for the last shot, and then we left. I was like, dedication. Sick. No, sick, dude. I fuck with the creativity and shit, bro. When we finished, I could not go to sleep without editing it because I lose my train of thought. So we finished at like 2 a.m. I finished editing at 6. I was just nonstop. And then I literally, I was like, yo, I'm going to wake you up when I'm done. He's like, all right. Woke him up. I kid you not, this man. He was tearing up. He was like, son, this felt so real. It felt like I actually just went and killed myself. So I was like, yeah, man. Like, he was just so fully playing the guitar. And then, because the thing was, 
we went to Eagle Rock. Um, he was just contemplating. That was like the last scene before he does it. He was just having a view of the the whole town or whatever. It's like, all right, this is it. This is it. And then he does it. And then I put like a little quote at the end. And so that was that was great. I just, yeah. And it was, what was it? Spontaneous. I was like, let's, let's go right now. That's sick, dude. Nah, that ass, like the most spontaneous shit. Did, did you want another one, dude? Yes. <laughs> did you want did you want the same one or did you want like what I had or Nah this is delicious. Weird? Yeah. Let me get that for you real quick. I forgot you had it there. Yeah, dude. I didn't want to get all up and like grab something else. I got a little Are you happy for me? Here you go, bro. So I'll grab one for myself. Thanks, mate. But yeah, dude, I think the spontaneous shit is usually the best type of shit. Like, that's usually where you get, like, some of your best content. I know for me, like, as a musician, as a sound engineer, a lot of my spontaneous shit, when you're just trying shit out, you know, not caring about judgment, you know, being judge-free. It's so important because, you know, I mean, it's what you ask from from your uh, models as well. You know what I mean? You're basically being like, yo... Don't care what anybody thinks. Be confident in yourself. And yep. a big part of being confident in yourself is not giving a shit about the world, what the world thinks, man. Not at all. For sure. For sure. 100%. So what is the future looking like for you? Like, you know, like what are your plans? Like, do you have any projects that you're working on that you're trying to promote or anything? I'm glad you asked this. Before I continue, I want to say uh, I do bartend on the weekends. Right. Word. Super fun. And the thing about me is all of my jobs, dude, I kid you not, have to do with socializing, have to do with human interaction. I do not do well being by myself mm. at all. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's a valid point. That's a, that's a, actually, that's, that's, a good, that's a good little segue then. So explain yourself. Okay. Not to get too deep into this, but... Dude, please. Okay. Please. All right. please. <clears throat> so, my brother, he'll always talk to me about, like, how, because I'm very intense, dude. Like, when I say I'm intense, gosh, yo, I could I gotta talk about so much shit. Okay. When I say I'm intense, I mean, like, for example, right? You know how I said, like, I'm just a booty call, right? It's because. They're literally just dealing with me for whatever, the couple hours of time being, right? I have to spend the night, this is different, whatever. But that's it. They're not dealing with me on a daily basis, right? It is not to say like, oh, I'm this manipulative, abusive person. It's like, no, it's just I'm intense in the sense of I like to role play. Like I literally just jump into a scene and random conversation, Right. Like, I'll be having, perfect example, I'll have a date with someone, Mm -hmm. okay? They don't know me much, and then I'll just completely just be myself, right? And my other friends, like, they'll tell me, maybe you should reserve that for when they know you more. I'm like, nah, dude. It's like, I understand. I still understand where you're coming from. But if I don't show them how I truly am right now on our first date, first date is like the free trial, right? If I show them something that they don't like, you think they're going to end up paying the $8.99 a month? No, they're not. 
if I show them myself and they do like it, all right, let's go on another one. I want to see you again. But if I don't and I hide that part of myself, who's to say we're four dates away or four dates down? They're falling for me. They're liking me. And then I show them that part of myself. I wish I knew that about you sooner. Damn. You know what's funny? There's such a, a dynamic and balance. to I, th- I feel like everybody is going to have something to say about that. You feel me? It's like, damn, you don't want to be like too bold, too up forward. And you know what? I, I feel like I'm very similar in a way. You know what I mean? I like to just lay it out on the table. If you don't fuck with what you see, then keep on moving. You yep. know what I mean? Because like, why would you stay? And it's like, sometimes, you know... I, I could, to play devil's advocate, to play devil's advocate, some people in general, they might fuck with that, but it might be too much for them at first. A lot of information. You know I mean? A lot, too much information. Mm. And you know what's crazy? Like, I feel like you have a pretty big personality. I have a big personality as well. I'm very much in your face. I don't give a fuck. Like, I swear I'm gonna show that's you an love. understatement. You know what I mean? I'm going to dap you up. I don't give a fuck. Like, come in here. Give me a hug. I'm a hug, a motherfucker. Like, don't play with me, bro. Like, give me a hug. Give me a hug goodbye. I'm not the, you know, give me a kiss on the cheek goodbye. I'll give you a chicken sunshine. It's not a big deal for me. It's all love. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I definitely get you on that, on that point. But... Tell me a little bit more about, like, okay, so, sorry, I interrupted you in the middle of, you know, you telling me, like, you know, you don't like to be alone, you like to be social, you know, like. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I went on a date. I just snapped into, like, a scene that I like to play. I like, uh, there's a scene, you ever played The Last of Us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, You know the ranch scene? Where they're at the ranch, and then he's like, come on, we're leaving. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I always reenact that scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you even realize what your life means? Huh? Running off like that, putting yourself at risk? It's pretty goddamn stupid. And you should be doing this out of date. Yes, it'll be out of, it'll just be out of nowhere. They'll be like, with someone you've never met before. Yes, yes, yes. And then, yeah, obviously, they'll be like a little startled. I mean, I'm you like, ballsy for that. I'll give you, you ballsy for that. If you actually do that, you really, like, dead ass. You be doing that shit? Yeah, like, I'll just snap into character, dude. And then, like, okay. So, she sent me a message, right? So, at the end of the day, she was like, I would love to see you again, right? Mm -hmm. And then, whatever, two days later, she hits me up like, I put some thought into it. She's like, you're very intense, a little too much for me. Someone else will enjoy and appreciate your theatrics. And I was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's like, don't tell me you want to see me again, right? Just to tell me you don't want to see me. How about... You process everything I threw at you a little quicker uh-huh. and then tell me straight up. But whatever. I mean, I don't put it on anyone. I'm very animated. I'm telling you, like, this is why, like, I did have this old best friend. Her name is Kiana, right? And granted, we do not talk anymore. But when I say, dude, that I met her by accident, too. Like, I was supposed to see this girl, Alexandra, that was into film. Weird. I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. But weirdly, we were supposed to see each other that same day. And she's telling me, oh, I'm taking a shower and I'll, and then we'll meet up. Perfect. Blocks me. What? What? What is the whole point of that? Like, I didn't, what? I didn't even do anything. 
Hey, dude, people, people, people are, they, they have their reasons for everything. People do strange things. You know what I mean? You just got to keep it rocking and move on. You know what I mean? It's just, I guess it's just a part of life. Honestly, the dating scene for me, I mean, I've been so busy with work right now. You know what I mean? I feel like that's everybody's excuse. I have been trying to get a little bit into it. You know what I mean? It's hard because it's like, uh, this is my full-time job now. You know what I mean? This is what I do. And, uh, you know. Uh, sometimes you know you be working at a place and you got a cute coworker or something. Um, I, hate I hate it. I end up hitting on you, them. You you could look around. You know my coworkers that I have. <laughs> and I mean, besides my partners that you met, but they're dudes. So I mean, yeah. Honestly, it's kind of better. You focus more. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like I definitely have been focusing more. I mean, yeah. like this June in Jersey shit has definitely been like a blessing. And like you know the project that you know when it releases is gonna be fucking fire. And I can't wait to do that shit. I saw your followers going up like. Relatively quickly, I mean. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah. And I think definitely after June, like, I definitely think I'm going to hit at least the 500 mark. You will. You know? you know why? Because, dude, I'm telling you, like, the production quality, son. I appreciate it, That dude. shit goes a long way, man. I appreciate it, dude. I peeped one interview, went on your page, started watching a bunch of them, started liking them, this and that, hit you up, here I am. I appreciate it, dude. And and people didn't even see the shit with the Black Magic yet. You know what mm. I mean? I haven't released anything with the Black Magic oh, yet. Oh, no so, wonder. Yeah. No wonder. I was like... Because yeah. all the other stuff before was the A6400. Oh. And the reason I stopped with that was actually because um, it kept overheating on me. Oh. Right? And you know what the thing is, is though... Yo, I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to... Sorry, I'm just going to... No hate to... There was this one guy I met. I'm sure you know Unique Photo, right? Okay, yeah. Your Unique Photo. There was one guy I met at Unique Photo. And, you know, like, no hate to the people at Unique Photo. I actually got one guy who works there who's going to be fire. Uh, who's uh, who's going to be fire on this podcast. He's going to come on in, in the middle of June. Um, he... There was one guy who claimed to be, like, a Sony expert, right? Uh-huh. And, like, oh. dude, I don't know anything about cameras, right? I'm just getting into it. A lot of this shit is, like, self-made YouTube, you know, research and shit. You got to go both ways and shit. But trust me, when I do research on shit, I put hours into it. Reddit. I'm not, yeah, I'm Reddit, <laughs> forums, yeah. YouTube, mm-hmm. Google, you Same. know what I mean? And I was learning all about this fucking camera. Informed decisions, yeah. baby. And I was like, you know what I heard that I could do for the overheating is get a dummy battery. For the for it to like dissipate easily more through that, mm-hmm. so so I heard like mixed reviews on that. But then also it was like the um, the SD card itself, getting a higher quality SD card that has a faster write down time mm-hmm. into the SD card because some of them I forget like some of them will be like sixty uh, megabytes per second. Well, or they want it like like one eighty two hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like once you if you get a higher one and it's writing down faster, the processor will be less like you know will work less and so less processing power, cooler camera. You yes. Know? So I realized that I could have it there for about like an hour and a half, mm. basically max. So that's where I was getting to. But there was times where the studio was a little bit hot. Or, like, I was working a gig producing somebody else's podcast, oh, okay. and it would be hot in their fucking yeah. apartment. And it would not shit. help that. Bruh, it would <laughs> shut down on me after 30 minutes, and I'd be like, fuck. And I'm over here literally blowing on the camera. <laughs> literally blowing on the camera. <laughs> Open it's, sesame. It's crazy, because, like, you know the little overheat button yeah, comes yeah, up yeah, and yeah. shit? And I'm literally just like... <laughs> and, bro, for some... I literally blew this camera... No homo. Uh, <laughs> I blew this camera for like 45 minutes, bro, just to keep it on and shit. Wow. Just praying to God that it wouldn't overheat. And it didn't, but it worked. It fucking worked. 
Uh, but yeah, the Sony guy didn't fucking help me at all, and it just got me, <laughs> got me tight as shit, bro. But yeah, I, I I appreciate the compliments, bro. Like I dead ass, I'm just like working harder to get this more and more and more, like you know, better. You know, trying to get the set a little bit nicer and yeah. shit, and just like you know, editing everything is hard, and I'm definitely looking for interns. So if you're watching this and you're trying to intern for uh, a podcasting company slash you know whatever the fuck I'm doing here, definitely send me emails, DM me, whatever the fuck, do um, it. Beautiful place, great guy, hospitality a one, and come on, y'all haven't even seen the black magic. I swear, when I saw the videos, I was like, because now that I know it's a, it's this camera, I'm like, it's either you're shooting purposely on a low resolution, mm-hmm. or Instagram is just raping your footage. <laughs> Yo, sometimes Instagram too, like learning how to do all that shit too, yeah. and learning actually do social media management on the side as well, and I. I, bro, in the beginning of this year, I d- deep dove and like just researched everything about social media for about two months, dude. And I think that's really just the next step into expanding your shit. And I talked about it with Leo too. And you should definitely peep our podcast if you haven't already. Of just the, the us, episode, yeah. Oh yeah, us, no, I saw it. Yeah, just deep diving into social media and how it's important, not giving a fuck, putting shit up. Because yep. when I had my first podcast with them back in the day when i was mm-hmm. trapping out of the fucking uh uh my my college's little study rooms and yeah. shit you know uh we were on different mindsets and he was just like nah like my shit when it goes out it has to be fucking perfect you know what i mean and it's not it's not the wave now it's just it's not. put out what you feel and you never know what the fuck is gonna hit when i started when i stopped caring about my likes everything just became simpler like it's just so much better it's like dude because I'm not going to lie. When I put out stuff, I expect 300, 400, 500 likes, right? Most of the time, I'll reach there. Like, the cool thing about my um, my account is, believe it or not, I would say 80% of my followers I have met in person. Like, I have some bond with them. I feel that, bro. Yeah. yeah for sure. For so, sure. I would say my unfollow rate is pretty low because they know how I am. I'm not just a follower on their thing. I'm... This guy they met, that this personality, so they heard him out or whenever they needed someone. So, yeah, stop caring, dude. Just pump it out. Someone's gonna like it. Someone's gonna book you. Mm-hmm. So, dude, tell me. Sorry, and 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 my bad, cause I always do this. I be interrupting. Future plans, future projects. Like, what you got in the works right now? It's all good. We're having a good conversation. You know, it's all that matter. Okay, future plans. So, to go into that, the reason why uh, I would say most of my jobs were talking with people, right? I did door-to-door, customer service, I was a manager. You know the, damn, you ever been to Jersey Gardens? I used to work in Jersey Gardens. All right, all right, okay. But yeah, so you know the little Santa pictures they do every year? Yep. I was the manager last year. No way, sick. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. Dude. I underestimated how hard that was going to be. Bruh, I mean, you there during the holiday, anything during the holidays, being in the mall during the holidays is one of the worst fucking things you could do with your life. I'm not even going to lie. And you probably feel that firsthand. Am I wrong? You're not wrong because when I was there, right, this was like early November. I was like, I got this. I'm literally the king of patience. I will not. Honestly, I probably have never snapped at anyone like ever in a in a in a legit fashion. Cuz people are dickheads in the fucking in the mall. 
people are dickheads in the mall and then the mall during the holiday season it's like people just fucking forget how to treat other human beings but please tell me why the fuck did you snap no i never did oh you never did i never did so i was like oh i'm ready for this i don't care so i took the took the job they're paying me decently you know it was like 2250 or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're like these are your responsibilities and you're gonna be in charge of making the the schedules Blah, blah, blah. You're going to be here early. You're going to walk Santa to him back. And you're going to be in charge of all the appointments. Dude, I thought it was going to be like 20 appointments a day, not 150. Yep. And so day in and day out, I'm telling you, man, like uh, I was training my team. All of them were, were female. Like people look at me like, you didn't hire any guys. I'm like. I kid you not. Only girls applied. Okay, so I would hop never. Off. I would never be caught dead. How, actually, how the fuck did you end up there? Actually, matter oh, of fact. Oh, because I guess I was the one of the few guys that applied, and they called me for the manager position. Like I said, man, master icebreaker. I left a great first impression. I was Wait. like, don't worry about it. I got it. I love to communicate. I. I'm very, I would say, what's it called? I'm very assertive with my words. Like, I will tell you things. And if I do not know, guess what? I will tell you I don't know. I don't beat around the bush mm-hmm. and act like I do know. So we're wasting more time. No. But yeah, I was doing, I, I was doing 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. right? It was just for eight weeks. Right? So I was like, all right, I know there's, an, there's a finish line. 70 hours. 70 hours. And, 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 and. This was by choice, right? I was like, whatever, because that overtime was hitting, and it was beautiful. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For 22, hell yeah, that shit probably fire. Yo, I, that I was like 1600 a week after taxes. That's wild. Yeah, dude, like, That's I was money, chilling man. when uh, Christmas money, came. Bro. Hell yeah. I was chilling when Christmas came, but dude, man, like, obviously I would never do that for a year. I was just like, yo... I'm just going to lock down these two months. You die. You die of depression like, yeah. halfway through. I'm going to lock down these two months. I'm going to live at the mall, and I'm going to deal with it. And I had no days off. The only day off I had that whole time was Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's how it rocks, dude. So I was there every day. And after all of that, I was like, okay, I got to... Settle down, everybody. That yo, I had moms calling each other bitches. Ah, this that was here first. This because it was a reservation line and there was a walk-in. Yep. So I was doing three reservations, one walk-in, three reservations, and they would still get mad. So got through it all, and yeah, man, I just wanted to talk with people. I was just talking with people, talk, 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 and to finish about that job. Is this is my little quirk that I wanted my example to make, right? Is when people say, Oh, I'm so busy, like this and that, like, bro, I haven't seen you in nine months. You can make time, right? And then they always resort to the, the I'm busy, right? And this is what I say, dude. When I was doing that, right? When I had no days off, I was doing 11 hours every day, still went to the gym every fucking day. Still had the time to do photo shoots, still had the time to edit, still had the time to cook meal prep for myself, still had the time to make time 
for my family still had the time to squeeze in seeing my friends, whether it would be late as hell or early as hell. So do not tell me that you can't fucking make time because it's definitely possible. If you truly cared about someone, don't tell them, ah, nah, 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 I'm busy. There's enough time in the world, okay? Well, I think I think this is this is an interesting topic actually, and I feel like I've I've been really going through. I was a little passionate there, sorry. No, you Gucci, bro, you Gucci. Um, I think it's an interesting topic too because I was actually just talking to a guy about this the other day. He's an older gentleman, and I was telling him I was like, listen, I was like, I don't think people really realize the opportunity they have and how much time is an asset and the most valuable thing you have right now especially as uh, either uh, a young aspiring artist entrepreneur or like just dream seeker in general you know but i have a question for you based on that you know what i mean because i could tell you're very passionate about it yes what drives you to do that because I think that's the problem people have. The problem is people don't wake up and and have that passion to do shit. You know, like for me, for example, and, and it's a little bit, it's a little bit of, of a mixture of things. Like for example, like I want to get more fit for sure. Mm-hmm. I started hiking every single day now, doing four miles every single morning. Right. That's great. I'm stuck. Oh, you're right here where, where the water gap is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's like you know, I be I be hiking hella now, and you know, but sometimes I'm even. Ha- finding it hard to get like the passion for that but mm. then like i look at a picture of myself and i'm like damn you a little chunky boy yeah, you know yeah. what i mean you gotta you gotta work on it so that's yeah. where i get my passion from excuse me um the passion for building this mm-hmm. you know what i mean because this is the shit didn't happen overnight this is months and months and months of work and you know it's been like we're going on like two years now of like doing podcasting mm-hmm. and i'm not even gonna hold you and for anybody watching still haven't made a dime off of this shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean and Shit. it's like, and it's like, how do how do I get up, do my hike, come here after at like ten a.m. and then like, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. You continue. I'm telling you, you continue. Sponsors will literally be sucking your cock, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I appreciate it, dude. Great production, great guests, great questions. You're a host that actually listens, doesn't interrupt every two seconds. Bro, I hate those podcasts where they just interrupt you. Word. I used to be like that, too. It was a learning curve. Learning. It was a learning Which, curve. And I see it. I peeped your old stuff, too. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> you you stalk me, I stalk you. Yeah, I got you. I got but, you, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. man, they they like that stuff. Whatever. Bang energy right here. Just chill. You know what I'm saying? It'll so. Be great. Yeah, nah, you, you got it, dude. Yeah, but like, you know, like I was saying, you know, like what makes me passionate for this is because I'm making what I love to do my day to day. You know what I mean? When you make your work, your passion, it's a whole different ballgame. But now it's about finding that passion for other shit, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's tough, you know, because sometimes like, for example, I really want to spend more time with my family. I was just talking to uh, my, my cousin who runs um, uh, a bar cast and a bar of fitness. He was just telling me the other day on a podcast we just we had for the open house. He was like, you know what? I just realized that like spending more time with my family is like a one. And he realized that and he the passion that drives him to do that is now hindsight. He looks back and he's like, fuck. He was like, my niece, I was holding her in my arms. Like literally the other day, uh-huh. and now it's tomorrow, and she's five years old and she's running around. Damn. And he's like, and like you know, like hindsight is fucking twenty twenty, bro. Yes. You know what I mean? And you look back, and that's why I say time is so fucking valuable. It's your most valuable asset. So again, back to my question after my little spiel, what 
drives you what is that passion that makes you do that that makes you be able to have the fucking time 11 hour days like that's fucking crazy dude yeah man oh i'm not a robot okay let's get that out of the way i'm a human just like everybody else i bleed they bleed we breathe the same air but what i've come to understand is honestly when people tell me those things right don't get me wrong i don't want to name drop anybody i love my friends they know I do. They always tell me this and that. But I'm not a yes man. I'm not a yes man friend, okay? I'm your friend, but when I tell you how I'm feeling, don't take it as I'm mad at you. Like, seriously, I'm not mad at you. I will tell you how I'm feeling. And I'll, and I'll reiterate, again, please do not take this the wrong way. I just have not seen you in a really long ass time. You're not just an acquaintance where I can just go six months and I give a shit and I'll talk to. But if you're my friend and we talk here and there and we check in on each other, I'm going to want to see you, you know? So that's why, okay, that's with friends. Not going to say anything, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But after experiencing that, like doing that all that time, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Bro, when I would go to the gym after, honestly, I'd feel so weak. I'd be like, damn. Like, it wasn't like a physically draining thing. But obviously, when you're lifting heavy, it's a lot of mental stuff, too. Because you have to believe you can bring it from point A to point B. So I was like, damn, my lifts are going down, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then when I was done with that job since little seasonal, I was like, oh, no, I'm still strong as hell. <laughs> so I find the drive in... Just making the most out of my days and still seeing like, yo, if I wanted to prioritize something, some aspect of my life, you totally can. Because at the end of the day, unless you're physically or mentally incapable and you're in a war zone in the Middle East or something, you can do it. You can make the time. You can set it aside. Dude. Stop fucking telling me you don't have enough time for the gym. Whatever. You're at home. Guess what? Do some push-ups, dude. That's true. Okay? That's true. At the end of the day, oh, you want to lose weight? Guess what? Less calories in that your body needs. Okay? There's if, websites. Yes, help. yes. I'm six feet, 220, whatever. I need about 3,300 to maintain. Okay. I want to lose weight. Take less than 3,300, dude. Obviously, if you want to maintain the muscle mass and, and everything, then... Whole different you, story. Whole yeah, different yeah, story. you don't want to go too low. But once I was doing that, oh, I'm out of work. I literally get home, get my backpack, my belt, this and that, go, come back, shake, meal prep. Next day, come around. Oh, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Come out of work. Yo, you still coming for that shoot after? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Blah, blah, blah. Shoot. Blah, Upload it to my laptop, go to the gym. When I come back, I'll stay up a little late, go through the pictures, pick out my favorite ones. The next day, I'll finish that. And I was like, Saturday night, I'll still have time to watch a fight with my brother. That's like a bonding thing. Sunday morning, coffee with my mother, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, it is absolutely possible because all this time that I was just wasting i just realized like dude like 
why not just use it to be effective? Just use the time, be effective with it. The results will come quicker, not overnight, right? It takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Like, I always like that little quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to come overnight, but I guarantee you, you put these extra hours right now, that 10 years becomes nine years, and nine years becomes eight years. Because someone following the same schedule that you were following, 10 years for them. You put in that extra work over time, every single day, 10 years just became three years. You have a whole set filled with sponsors. You're getting paid just like that. So it's possible, man. If someone really loves you, they will tell you, but actions will always speak louder than words, and they will show you if they truly do, okay? That's what I always try to show, all right? I check on everybody, okay? How are you doing? How this that? You don't know how many times where I will send a message. Perfect example to my friend, Hennessy's, right? It'll be like 2 a.m., and I'll be like, I just feel like sending her a text like, hey, I hope you're doing well, this and that. I was thinking of you. Don't forget that I care about you. I miss you very much. Hope to see you soon. Oh, my gosh, you don't realize I was having such a bad night, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. That's why I do what I do. This is why I talk to people. This is why I like to socialize. When I became a bartender, I chose that as a little outlet to not only socialize, but to network, right? A lot of my, my recent clients have been people I've met yeah, from yeah. that too. And so. it's so funny. I almost became a bartender too. I was working at a restaurant. The last job I had before I quit everything to do this full time was a waiter. So like, mm-hmm. I def- and I was trained. I was trying to train to be a, a bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my my manager lied to me basically. He hired me basically and was like, "Hey, you know, um, you you I get you have. I was a manager at Cinnamon for four years. Okay. And I told him I was like, listen, I don't want to fuck around, beat around the bush." I want to be a bartender. Yeah. And he was like, listen, you're going to go to bartending school. That's a waste of your fucking money. Uh-huh. Listen, you're new to the food industry. Obviously not new to the fucking food yeah. industry. I've been <laughs> through the fucking trenches, especially working four years in the fucking mall as a manager. Yes. For a fucking set in the food court, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? So, mm. you know, and he was just like, listen, he's like, you know, uh, you got to start from the bottom and like, you know, get here you know shout out drake mm-hmm. but and, and he was just like uh he was like you know you'll start there and i'll train you to be a bartender six months later never happened well got the opportunity of a lifetime to come here find the partners and open up the space told him peace you know what i mean you'll Bless. be my last boss ever thank you thank you for you know not making me a bartender because if i was a bartender i probably would have stayed there and like you've been doing this on the side but mm-hmm. like you know doing this shit took took full time but yeah i definitely get that you know um, doing the bartending shit and getting clients from that, like that's just major, bro. That's it's it's major. super, bro. The what, one of the things I will say to any business out there, especially bars, if you have, I'm telling you, this is an experience killer for me, right? Because knowing how I'm very like outgoing and this and that, blah blah. I'm actually a good bartender, by the way. Like I remember, I'll line up. It's like four of the same drinks, right? I'll be like, ba 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 ba, double shake. Psh. Double shake. Oh, this you can go. Oh, what do you want? I got you. Like, I'll, you know. Sound effects on point, bro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do all of that. Because at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you, you, if you want to deny it, but you're truly an entertainer, 
Really? You you really are. Performer, entertainer. You're yeah. performer. You're a you know, unlicensed therapist sometimes. But people just come in, give me twenty dollars just to talk to them on a slow day. You know what I'm saying? Like order the same shit, rum and coke, rum and coke, <laughs> easy stuff. I'll do that any day. And my point is a mood killer is when I go to a place that's popping everywhere else. I go to the bar and I get this lethargic, lackadaisical, all the L's in the dictionary <laughs> that describe their synonymous with lazy. They'll just do the drinks, only use one hand, like always keep two hands active, receipts, this and that, garnish while you're pouring, you know what I'm saying? Always keep them active because the more drinks you pump out, the more money that's going to be in your pocket, dude. That's facts. Seriously, like my best night, best night, it was at a place called Blended Flavors, right? Literally, six hours, six hours. But it was so packed. The tabs were so huge, this and that. And this was uh, after the tip pool was splitted too, right? It was like 300 bucks. You know what I'm saying? And I had a good-ass time. I don't care if there's a million people shouting at me. At the end of the day, I know what I got to do. You know what makes them shut up? Give them more liquor. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's a, to, to derail. When I see someone, one arm, what do you want? Dude, I don't want to order anything from you. I always tip no matter what, even if it's a dollar, dude. But, like, those people make me not want to. Seriously, like, I don't care how many people are here. Honestly, respectfully, I don't care what you're going through. Right now, this is about us, okay? Right, you're being paid to, like, service us with nice hospitality, okay? If you want to be like, sorry if I'm not, if you want to tell me, like, real quick, like, hey, I'm sorry if I gave you a little attitude and this and that, blah, blah. Thank you. Now I won't be a dickhead. But don't bring your energy onto me when I just want to have a good time, dude. Yeah, and trust me, I, listen, to, to people listening, you might think he, he sounds like a little bit of a dickhead, but I think coming from the perspective of someone who does this, you yes. know what I mean? And especially, like, even I found a newfound love, respect, but also like a new standard that i hold towards waiters yes because i know how the waiter life is i know how it works i know what it means to be a good waiter what it means to be a bad waiter the different types of people who are out there because sometimes you could tell there's bartenders out there who are just there to do the job they'll do it nice they'll do it fast they won't give you anything more but they won't give you anything less and that's the key then you got waiters too. The waiters who won't give you anything more. They're not chatty. They, they don't want to know about your fucking life. But guess what? They get you your food out on time. Yep. They bring it out great. When you need a drink, they'll give it to you when the fuck you want it. But they won't talk to you. And it's not like they gave you smiles or anything. They're just there. I get that. I respect that. Yep, me too. I respect that. But if you're doing anything less than the bare minimum, get the fuck out of here. Yes. You know what I mean? I will say something. I will voy a reclamar. You know what I mean? Please do. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, dude, it feels like we've been talking here for, like, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. We're already nearing the end of the podcast. Mm -mm. I will. I wanted to get into that one other topic that you that you that um, we were discussing over DMs. Yes. But I think we we might as well 
listen, this doesn't have to be the last time you be on the podcast, yes, bro. Yes, yes. You're always welcome to come on again after June, mm-hmm. obviously. Yes, yes, yes. But let me tell you, dude, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I do have a few more questions for you. Okay. Um, they're Jersey-based questions. Let's do it. So a little kind of speed round over here. Mm-hmm. Number one, do you think Central Jersey exists and why? No. But it's just north and south. Why? Because... I think it's like this, right? Whenever you travel, perfect example, actually. When you look at a compass, okay, <laughs> north, south, okay. west, east, uh-huh. is there a central? <laughs> no, there isn't a central. Then it doesn't fucking exist. All right, but, but I fuck with the answer. I fuck with the answer. Second one, do you plan to stay in Jersey? Like, you know, obviously everybody has life changes and shit, mm-hmm. but for the foreseeable future, do you see yourself staying in Jersey and why? No, because I'm going to say this. My group of boys, right? We have this ambitious plan, along with my cousin too. Like, he, he wants to, to do it as well. And we really want to put money aside, this and that. Like, we're doing it right now to get a home somewhere, this and that, blah, blah. You know the ordeal, right? Mm -hmm. This, get it, sell, blah, blah, blah. And obviously, I have to understand it a little more. I read into it every day. But that would be, like, the ideal plan, Mm -hmm. right? And not to say I don't like it here, but I travel a lot. I recently came back from Thailand in March. I was there though. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. How yeah. long were you there? A month. Holy fuck! Are by, you, by myself. By yourself? Yep. And we didn't talk about it on the fucking podcast. I, I forgot to bring it up. Damn. Yeah. You travel anywhere else? Real quick, just tell me where else you travel. Uh yeah, so it was Thailand. I went to the islands there. Where? There was a full moon party in Koh Phangan, which is an island. They have it once a month. And obviously, on the day of the full moon, the moon goes up from the water. There's like 30,000 people from all over the world. There's like fire tiki. Like, nah, it's, it's that crazy. That just sounds crazy. Uh, Toronto, Montreal, obviously, Colombia, and Puerto Rico, uh, Iceland. Oh, fuck. I've Iceland. been meaning to go to Iceland, bro. Been meaning to go there. Shit was fire? Yes. Did you go all around the country in a little bus, or what was your, what was your kind of thing there? Nah, it's Real just... quick, spitfire to me, spitfire wait, to wait, me. Wait, 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 Iceland? Yeah, Iceland. Oh, so, honestly, it was a little further, like, everything was further than I thought from each other, uh-huh. so I can't pronounce the city, but the capital, I was there. Reykjavik? Yes, 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 that's how you say fuck. <laughs> And it looks crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't judge. It looks, it looks spelled crazy. No, but... Uh, I don't know if you maybe you probably know because uh obviously other than like the lagoon they have there, mm-hmm. right? The hot lagoon. I got to do that thing with the tectonic plates. Like you get to touch two tectonic plates simultaneously mm-hmm. and underneath the water. And now nah, everyone was so nice there. A little cold, but I was Weird. born in December, so it doesn't matter. Weird, Weird, yeah. Bro. Fuck yeah. And in Thailand, I'm not gonna say too much, but Super accommodating people, super sweet, super nice. Sawadee uh, kap, I mean, hello. Kukum kap, thank you. Tawarai kap, which is how much? Shit. How much as in how much the food costs, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I'm not even going to lie. I probably got like 
nine of my bodies down there. <laughs> this man, bro. It was this six man, Thai girls? Listen, I wasn't going to bring it up again. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up again. But if you bring it up, bro, we put it out. No, nah, it was six Thai girls. And I'm very picky, dude. I don't just give my dick to anybody. It may seem like it, but, uh-huh. like, I really don't. Mm. Like, I pick, like, the nice, like, you know, the... Like, they got shit going for them. Like, they look good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take care of themselves. Damn, son. There's two <laughs> that I miss. There's one. Yo, she took so such good care of me. Like, um, she's, like, like a doctor. She has her own grip. Like, she, she goes to the gym all the time. Like, she looks great. She took me out for Korean food and then Pad Thai. Paid for everything. I didn't even say. Like, she didn't even say anything. She was just feeding me the food. Oh, she was so sweet. And there was this one other one, bro. She was just smoking on. She had like nice tat here, nice tat here. Next vacation, we're going together. Hey, Next bro. vacation, I don't. Hey, I'm trying to actually get a group this time. So, Next, if you go into Thailand, whatever the fuck, I'm coming yes. with you, bro. Dude, everything is so fucking cheap. I kid you not. Five star hotels <laughs> are twenty dollars. Bro, say le- I'm dead ass with it, bro, because I'm, I'm very the spontaneous type. So you hit me up, I'm there as long as I'm free. Dude. Okay, December, bugger. My boy, one last question for you. And so I ask usually all my guests at the end of the podcast. If you had to give yourself, you're talking to beginner you, when you first got that first camera, you're looking at it. What advice would you give to younger you as you're holding that first camera? Camillo, enjoy this camera. Learn the absolute hell out of it. Start with the basics. Continue doing what you want to do. There's going to be people that don't like your stuff that will tell you they don't like it. But there's going to be a whole lot of people that love what you do. And you know what they're going to do, too? They're going to pay you for it. So I would say that to myself. Bro, big facts. Cam... Let the people know where they could find you. Shout out anything you want to shout out now. Let them know where they could find you. Okay, because I promised I would do this. <clears throat> All right. Cinema Cami underscore. That's my Instagram. Uh, CP Films of Photography on Facebook. Also, if you want a music video done, you hit me up right now. If you know anybody that needs their first music video done, or their fifth or their tenth, it doesn't matter. Hit me up. I'm here for the experience. And lastly, Scarlett, my awesome friend, my talented friend. We actually have a music video for a song, 1-800. It's going to be, matter of fact, you should actually come. It's going to be like a party, but that's the music video. And it's going to be next month, around the time of her birthday. If, whatever, we're just inviting people. Cool people, don't bring beef, this and that, blah, blah. I don't want that to show in the project. But if you like having a good time, we'll take some randoms. You're not a random anymore. You're a friend now. So. Hey, dude, I appreciate it, bro. Much love, of course, dude. Uh, anything else you got to shout out or uh, say real quick? Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep it super short. Last thing I will say is, last night, honestly, dude, it was very rough for me. I got consumed with my internal conflicts of how many people I hurt because I wasn't true to myself and them. 
I hurt them. I lost people cared for very deeply. And it's kind of tough understanding that shit just doesn't roll your way sometimes. And honestly, I slept at like 4 a.m. Shit was consuming me. But I woke up today, turned that off. And I just realized like this is that's just going to be something I'm probably going to have to deal with because like I said, I don't do well by myself. So it is what it is for now. I'm like, I'm not going to say it is what it is because I've learned that that's a defensive mechanism for people that have internal stuff. So that it is what it is, but trying to do better, like Spider-Man says. Hey, dude, Cam, much love. Fellas, women, ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know the business. Ayo Chill Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Shout out to my future OnlyFans. I'm putting all my dick pics on there. Big facts. I'll be taking them. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. And guys, you already know the business. Um, follow me on everything. It's June in Jersey. Love yourself. Enjoy the weather, Jersey. We'll be back tomorrow, literally, with a whole bunch of fucking other podcasts. Cam, thank you again, bro. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank bro. you, and we will, okay? <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. How was it, man? You fuck with it? You quit that fucking fight. Come on, you're out of here. Come on, son.